what led you to designing shoes? You know, it's not such a, um, a, a career that most black people pursue, but what, pu- what pushed you to that direction? I think it's, it's probably mostly by accident. Uh, you know, soon after I finished my college uh, degree, uh, uh, diploma at uh, then Natal Technical in 1993, I think I graduated. Um, I tried to look for a job or anything, and one of my lecturers, you know, suggested that I should consider footwear design. And, and, you know, I was surprised about it, and I thought about it. I had a chance to speak to someone at, at, at Bata, which is then called Futura Footwear. And they convinced me to, you know, and it seemed interesting, and I, and I went for it. And the rest is history. So I've been in it for the last 20 years, 23 years. And so far, how has it been? How has the market been for a designer um, since you started at a very young age? And how was the market then, and how is the market receiving the product today? Well, when I started, I did not start as a, as a designer for my own product. Mm. So I was working in a company with um, lines that you are located to. So, uh, so it is easy. I think most designers um, or most uh, professional designers go that route. You know, I worked in an, an environment where, you know, I was um, giving a, you know, a project by project because I was also training, you know. Mm. So I trained as a designer for sportswear, for baby shoes, and for what we call a cement-lasted shoes, which is closed shoes. So at that point, um, you know, I was safe, so I couldn't make, like, a big mistake. You know, you couldn't, you know, because you work in a company and the customers determine um, the route of the product. Mm-hmm. Then I didn't do, become a designer. I didn't, and then I stopped being a designer for a while, but I was a designer on my own, you know, at home, mm-hmm. and uh, I ran a small studio in Cape Town. When I moved to Cape Town, I only work as a buyer, Mm. Uh, for Woolworths um, and Truett later. And then I decided to, you know, to jump ship and go back to my own um, feeling, you know. So since I've been uh, on my own since, I say, 2005, you know, it's been uh, difficult, but it's a different time, you mm. know. Uh, you know, it's difficult that you to crack the market because I'm not a, a designer for fashion shows. I'm a designer for products that must be sold. Mm. So, um, because I understand the market now and I know how it works, so it's been easier. But if I did what I'm doing now, uh, straight out of college, it would have been very, very difficult, I think. Mm. Yeah. And um, your, your shoes are very African-inspired, um, and we live in a contemporary time. Does it, uh, is there a market for um, designs like that? Absolutely. There's, a, there's a, in fact, a very big market for. If you think about, I mean, I think you're talking about, about our brand, Ifele. Yeah. All right, so that brand in, in particular is, we've got a collection that you're talking about, which is about, um, um, which has got an African aesthetic, in, in particular, uh, is in Magdata, which mm-hmm. is a Zulu aesthetic. Um, you know, it, you know, it, you know when, it, when you express, you know, within a brand, if you express something, and um, in particular, an African aesthetic. I and mean, a lot of designers, you know, they're coming into Africa to, to look for uh, the differentiation because at the end of the day, you know, all the, you know, the heritage, the French, the European, Northern European heritage has been, you know, completely, you know, over, you know, overexplored, if you like mm. a better word. So, you know, you know, other cultures that have not had, it, you know, the democracy of representation in high streets, like Africa, you know, so they, they're coming here for inspiration, you know, even if it's just for a shoot. 
you know, and uh, to, to create the tapestry. So for us, because we are actually Africans, you know, when we compete on a global scale and we represent ourselves uh, in, in, in the manner that we, we approach um, aesthetic and, and um, you know, design, you, you know, it gives us a space to be listened to. I think, you know, that's the only way, you, can, you know, people want to listen to, people want to know what's happening in China by Chinese people. So it's you know, the same, same thing here. You know, we're talking about something that is beautiful. I mean, the, the, the whole in the Badata era and where it came from and why people decided to decorate uh, their shoes uh, for dancing like that. It's very interesting for, mm-hmm. for Europeans. And they cannot think it up, you know, they cannot sit behind their... A MacBook and and come up with uh, some of these geometrics, you know, because it's not something that is it, it makes sense or has got any kind of reference in their culture. So there is a space, definitely. And you spoke about presentation, which is uh, a very important um, topic when it comes to the world of clothing or the world of fashion. I, I don't want to, yeah, let's just say fashion, but mm. particularly when it comes to the designs that you guys make, how important is presentation? when we, we break it down to our own heritage as South Africans. So you mean presentation like in a format, like a fashion show? Presentation in a sense of putting out our culture, you know, putting it out there for the world to see because European companies and other people come into South Africa and, and they extract or appropriate, the word is appropriate, appropriate our, yeah. our culture. So how important is it for South African designers to... to, to to put out their products or to, to present themselves in that way? You know, um, I'll tell you this thing. It is important because people are always coming here for some reason. You know, people want to see the world. You know, we have got beautiful beaches and talk about, you know, tourism, Mandela, blah, blah, blah. But then when they come here, what do they do? You know, what, what, what are they looking for? Mm-hmm. They're, not, they're not coming here to see a Zara, Zara and um, Dolce and Cabana, because they've got that. And probably they have a better range of Zara, in, you know, where they come from. Mm-hmm. So it's important for us as a, as, a, as, a, as a people, at an individual level, it's important for me to, to represent myself. But then if I'm expressing myself within a culture, it's even more important you know, for all of us to present who we are, because that's what people want to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and also it gives us a chance to... You know, to have an inside lane on um, on a particular look, you know, yeah. because it's ours. If you think yeah. about it, you know, and the heritage, the whole thing about heritage is that it's you know, you talk about heritage about beautiful things. We don't talk about heritage about ugly mm. things. So we, if we own our heritage and we're proud about it, and we and we allow our artists and designers, and, and our artists are brave enough to express who they are, they they you know eventually express us as a culture i think every culture has got a, a chance you know in the in, uh, you know in the global especially you know in a in a in a, in a situation where uh, there's interaction you know you want to you know sound like an african you know in an african you know in the global um democracy things about it so I think it's very important, you know, I don't know if I answered your question correctly. No, I think you did answer it correctly. Mm. I was just going back to what you said on presentation, which I believe that you did elaborate on it very well. Um, uh, last question. Um, the, the, the shoes that you, your company is producing, is the market receiving them well, the South African market? Um, and in future, what do you see yourself doing? Okay. If you're talking about Ifele, which is what you, um, in, in particular, mm. I think when we, in fact, we, we launched um, that particular range, 
in um, the shop called the uh, Made in SA, which is in Fenton City in Oral Tambo and VNA Waterfront, I think, mm. and also Cape Town somewhere. So we we had we did that as a collaboration. Well, in fact, because they they just the right space to to sell something uniquely South African, and they actually wanted it uh, to do you know to have a first um, bite of the cherry. So that that has done very well. You know, we've had attention from. I mean, we've been called. You know, you know, Italian Vogue has um, tagged us on 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 um, what's called this on Instagram, and some of the best uh, you know fashion commentators have. Mm-hmm. Said something, you know, on Instagram. Philip Masigugo once said this uh, yesterday, about two days ago. He said, uh, "If fella is the best thing in his wardrobe, in his closet, you know." Terry mm-hmm. Kalafeng said the same thing when he's in Kenya. He took a photograph of himself. So that's what we're trying to do. You know, mm-hmm. the reaping the rewards is will happen over time. Mm-hmm. So at the moment, we uh, just enjoying the brand, and we, you know, we're making it accessible, and we uh, trying to. Uh, be online mm. an online store as soon as possible, but we already are available at Made in Essay, as I said, and uh, Rosebank Mall, uh, Gateway Mall at uh, the Spaceman, mm. and, and you know, and and we're going to another couple of shops in in Cape Town, and you know, who knows? You know, we've got an international strategy mm. which we launch into um, when it's in, in northern summer, which is starts in um, say June next year. No wanna be in in northern Europe. Thank you so much, Reggie, for this interview.